Two films up for review this week. It's Jungle Cruise and Snake Eyes. G.I. Joe Origins. Yes, that's the actual name of the film. First up is Jungle Cruise, which is based on the ride at Disneyland. Yes, you heard that correctly. And no, this is not the first time this has happened. Obviously, we've had Pirates of the Caribbean. We've had Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. And now we have Jungle. There might be others I'm forgetting, but we have Jungle Cruise. It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, one of the biggest movie stars in the world, Emily Blunt, Edgar Ramirez, Jack Whitehall, Jesse Plemons, Paul Giamatti, all of whom big names, real actors. And I cannot fathom why they, well, I mean, I can fathom why they're in this movie. The answer is probably money. I, okay, this movie was not for me. I'm a huge fan of The Rock, but even he could not sway me for this. There are moments where I got a chuckle at his on-screen presence. I think Emily Blunt is doing a fine job. I think all the actors are doing the best job they can with the material, but what the hell was the material that they were given? It's a stretch already calling it Jungle Cruise and having it be I mean, again, loose based on the Disney ride is being very generous. It's about an adventure that takes place in a jungle. I don't even want to go into the plot because it's so absurd. And part of it is for you to discover if you do choose to see it. And I think there's going to be a good portion of people who do choose to see it. So I will just issue the following warnings, I would say. If you are an adult who is not a huge Disney fan, probably not for you. If you are an adult who's a big fan of The Rock and his action films, but prefers maybe his like grittier stuff, also not for you because this is pretty family friendly. But then if you have children and you are taking a family to see this, I would say don't take young children because the movie is two hours and seven minutes, which is about 37 minutes too long. There's also some moments that were really kind of freaky. And um, it has, there's a, yeah, again, I, I'm trying not to talk about the plot because one, I don't know if I could accurately describe it. And two, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But there are some intense moments that involve things that I would say scare children and scare adults. And uh, I don't know if I would really trust younger children to sit through that. It's such an absurd film. And again, I really have to assume that the paychecks were just fantastic. It's probably also going to make a lot of money. And I don't want to begrudge or judge anyone who does enjoy it. We've had such a tough few years that like if something brings you joy, go ahead. But if you were thinking about taking a risk on this one, I would say maybe hold off. Also, uh, tiniest of tiny spoilers, but it's very apparent. It's a Disney movie. You know how these things go. The chemistry between The Rock and Emily Blunt is uh, friends at best. And so trying to inject anything otherwise feels like an aggressive stretch. The other thing, and I think this has been talked about, so again, mild spoilers, there's a gay character in this, but they just, they won't say it. They beat around the bush, I guess pun not intended. And I just wish they would just say it. And because I think it's a supposedly a period piece, you know, there's like an in-story excuse for it. But let's just stop. You know, I would make the same criticism of Beauty and the Beast, the live action adaptation where they made LeFou gay, but they just didn't say it. Two men were dancing together, but they didn't say anything. About it. I'm like, That's, it's 2021 or, you know, when this was supposed to come out in 2020. But either way. It's the modern age. If you're going to include it, let's just be okay with it. Also, let's try and cast actually gay actors. Jack Whitehall is playing this character and no shade to him. He does a fine job, but let's give opportunities to groups that have been underserved representation wise before we just hand out these roles to, because I promise you Jack Whitehall was not the only person who could have played this role. I think, uh, you know, many, many people would have been qualified for this. I don't know. I don't want to bash the film, but I also just like did not have a great time at it. I, th I think the thing I laughed at the most are the jokes that are sort of allusions to the actual Jungle Cruise because they make a lot of puns and jokes like that on it. And they certainly work that into this film, but that's does not a movie make. So I 
personally am going to give it 2.7 out of 5. That's probably being generous, and I know plenty of people will give it a higher rating, and more power to you. I hope you have fun. And I should say, I was actually looking forward to Jungle Cruise because I was like, it'll either be campy, hokey fun, and unexpected, or it could be, you know, an unexpected surprise serious hit like Pirates of the Caribbean was. Problems aside, at the you know moment in time, it was enjoyable, but it was neither of those things, and that is quite a bummer. So I stick with my rating, 2.7 out of 5. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then the other film I have this week is Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. And oh, this is another one where I'm just, I'm so sad about it because I really want to support Henry Golding. You know, I love that we have an Asian lead in this. and But I, this movie was unintelligible. Like I, I have not seen the other G.I. Joe films. I don't feel like it would have necessarily helped. Maybe it would have if you're a huge G.I. Joe fan, you know, maybe this is a totally different ball game. But as someone who had not seen the others and who is only vaguely familiar with Snake Eyes, this I truly did not make any sense. And I also feel like it expects you to know a lot of things about nothing. I don't I, I don't I don't know much like Jungle Cruise. I don't know who this is for. Yes, there's plenty of action in this, but there was nothing mind blowing about it. It didn't feel like anyone was having fun. And not that you should necessarily have fun, but I don't know, there just was no joy to this film whatsoever. And there was no joy in watching it and and joy not necessarily just being limited to happiness, but I found no entertainment value in it. And I, I, you know, I don't want to brag on it too hard again. I wanted Henry Golding to succeed and I think he's trying his best, but much like Jungle Cruise, the material is not great. So I, I cannot in good conscience recommend this. And I would also guess that by this point in time, most people have either decided whether or not they wanted to see it and the people who wanted to see it went and saw it. And so they don't need this warning. And anyone who was on the fence has other options available to them. I'm only going to give it 1.9 out of 5. I'm sorry, Henry Golding. I'm so sorry. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.